Welcome to the Leadership in Context podcast with Keith Tusi. People lead in proportion to their faith, or they control in proportion to their fear. Hi, this is Keith Tusi, and welcome to Leadership in Context. Hey, I'm so glad to be with you. We are in lesson number five that we are talking about the laws of leadership. And today, I want to talk to you about the law of inspiration. A couple weeks ago, I talked to you about the law of faith, how that as a man or woman leading people, one of the clear things that you've got to have working in you is a spirit of faith. Faith is a great magnetism. You know, you talk about charisma. Uh, Faith is probably the essence of charisma. But let me say this. Let me go the other side of this. Leadership is not just about your faith towards God. Leadership is not just about you believing God. Leadership ultimately to build team is about believing the God you see in other people. It's calling people up to another level. Okay? It is really talking about identifying things in folks. So that's the law of inspiration. If you want to have inspired leaders, you know, I was thinking about this, you know, we know that fatherlessness is, is a, is a dilemma in, in our culture. And, uh, we know that an orphan spirit in, in the church is, is just as real when it's there. What do, what do fathers do Think about this. You know, we, we raised eight kids, and, you know, it's interesting that mothers and fathers are are different, okay, in many different ways. I believe one of the things that fathers do is they teach children to move in faith. They teach children to take risk. I know so many times when I was teaching the boys how to drive a tractor or teaching the girls, you know, something, you know, out in the woods or doing, my wife would be a little bit nervous about some of those things. They weren't some of the things that she was going to teach them. And she would just close her eyes and pray. And she could tell you more stories about it than I could. But what I'm telling you is the law of inspiration has a father's heart to it. And that's to teach people not to be afraid of risk. That you know what? You might fail. You might take a chance. Everything is not always going to work. You know, you know. I wrote a book about my life. And most of those stories are the success stories. And there's a few failure stories in there. And I allude to it. But you know, the truth is, the way you learn to move in faith is by learning to move in faith. It's by overcoming the obstacles, most of them, that are self-inflicted. Uh, you know, before I was a believer, I was reckless, okay? It wasn't faith that was moved me. It was recklessness because I just had no concept of the kind of trouble or the dilemmas or the consequences that I could be in. And, and that's a counterfeit kind of for a spirit of faith, okay? So I believe that fathers, I believe that inspirational leaders Teach people to take risks, not wait till everything is perfect to move, okay? Uh, You know, there's a saying I heard one time that says, people lead in proportion to their faith or they control in proportion to their fear. People lead in proportion to their faith 
or they control in proportion to their fear. When you see a controlling leader, somebody that cannot make a decision without having every bit of information, or somebody that won't give you know, a slightly imperfect person or imperfect situation an opportunity, oftentimes they are being motivated more by a controlling spirit of fear. I read from 1 Timothy 4 last week. Let me go back there. He says in 1 Timothy 4.14, do not neglect the spiritual gift within you, which was bestowed on you through prophetic utterance with the laying on of hands on the presbytery. What's he talking about here? He's talking about stirring something up that's in you. So if you want to be a leader, an inspirational leader, one of the things you're doing is stirring up the things, the positive things that are in people's hearts, okay? And this is why leadership qualifications and a leadership culture are important, by the way. Let me just take a little bunny trail here. If you want to inspirationally move people to do great exploits, you know, in their family, in their business, in their community, in the church, in their own life, in the kingdom, you know, that's why you develop leadership qualifications. Like for me, you know, if somebody's going to be on my team, they've got to be a tither. Now, they've got to be a tither, not because God needs the money, but because if they can't believe God for 10%, Okay, it's going to be hard for them to believe God for situations they get thrown into. So I want to teach them the rules of faith. If somebody is not good at being faithful, at following through, then I don't want to inspire them to a place where they're going to be reckless and they're going to drop the ball and they're going to leave people hanging. I mean, somebody that can't make it to a meeting or an an important appointment because the weather changed or they got a flat tire is not a person you want to trust people's lives with. So when I'm telling you about, you know, loosening control a little bit, inspiring people, go ahead, do it. Go ahead, risk it. Don't worry about you fail. There still has to be a culture where that's nurtured. And that culture should be those type of faithful actions. So uh, those leadership paradigms, those leadership commitments, those leadership mandates are not just to bring people into order. They're to release the order in their life so they can do great and inspirational things. And then on the other hand, if you're trying to move in a heavy spirit of inspiration and there's no code or conduct, there's no culture of leadership, there's no principles of self-government, then you're going to end up having disaster with people blowing up around you all the time, okay? When when people that are in order and following the inspiration of God, when they hit a wall, when they make a mistake, when things don't work out because they have order and because they're connected, they're going to regroup, they're going to do it. You don't have to be afraid. They are going to make a mistake. Things are not always going to go well. When was the last time you knew somebody that 100% of what they did work? You don't know anybody like that, okay? That, that person has not been invented yet. But I wanted to just to toss that in kind of as, as a side thought about that's really the reason we want to build a leadership culture and a leadership etiquette, okay? And the, the last point I want to make here, talking about the law of inspiration, is the law of inspiration empowers people 
to learn how to trust God. So you're inspiring them. You know, Galatians 6 talks about, let every man prove his own work. Then he'll have rejoicing in himself and not another. There are a lot of secondary leaders that are only ever going to say secondary leaders because the only testimony they have is somebody else's testimony. They don't have their own testimony because they've never been pushed out of the nest. As a matter of fact, in some circles, they're not even allowed, they're not allowed to even know you can get out of the nest. Now, you know that some of you in the place you work right now, that's true, you know. And those people need that they're gonna have to stretch, they're gonna have to move, they're gonna have to go, they're gonna have to grow somewhere else because there's no room for them to have a new idea or try it a new way or or to do something with a different color, so to speak. We don't want the church to be like that, but we want there to be an entry point. We want there to be a funnel where we begin to teach them. This is a life that hears God. This is a life that follows God. This is a life that's dedicated to God. And then when they get those inspirational moments, when they get those inspirational seasons, they're not fearful of failure because they know that God is good. Remember the guy that buried the one town. You know why he buried it, right? Because he said, God, I know you're hard. That's what he said. In other words, he did not know that Jesus was a redeemer looking for a place to happen. Okay? See, I am a risk taker, not kind of because I think things are always going to work out for me because I leave some kind of a charmed life, which is far from the truth. I'm a risk taker because I believe, A, I'm doing the principles of my life that God can bless, and B, I believe that God is a redeemer, that Jesus is a redeemer looking for a place to happen. And if I make a right turn, as long as I'm headed in the right direction, the Lord is going to help me, okay? So the law of inspiration empowers people to take risks, to develop their own faith biography that they have their own testimony of faith. There may be people around you right now that you know there's something in their heart, and that something in their heart is not a bad thing, but it scares you because you don't have the grace to do it. Maybe the greatest thing you could do to be a leader is to stir them up on their, on their own dime, on their own talents, on their own accountability, but just remind them that God wants to do a great work in their life, okay? The law of inspiration is that father spirit that's not afraid of a risk, okay? That doesn't put somebody down because they tried and failed, okay? Uh, That's just amazing. You know, I had a daughter that was in college and she went into the ROTC program And she won the only ROTC scholarship they were giving away in nursing during that whole period. There were many people that wanted it. And and she was not like that physical type of person to go out and do that. That wasn't her thing. But she was motivated to do it. And then after doing it, she decided she didn't want to go into the ROTC, into the military program. And I told her, I said, you know what? You've accomplished something that very few people said they could ever accomplish. You went out there and you gave your all. You can never consider that a mistake. She was saying, that was a lot of waste of time, a lot of wasted effort. I got some scars on my elbows from crawling under barbed wire. You know what? That is never wasted, okay? That's what an inspirational leader does. They are redemptive in motivating people to do great things for God. Hey, 
Keith Tusi for Leadership in Context. Why don't you share this podcast with somebody that you think would be a blessing? Today, Keith continued his discussion on the laws of leadership. Law number one, the law of self-investment. Law number two, the law of faith. Law number three, the law of doing. Law number four, the law of influence. And law number five, the law of inspiration. An inspirational leader is redemptive in motivating people to do great things for God. Thanks for listening this week to another episode of Leadership in Context with Keith Tusi. Join us next week as Keith continues to put leadership truths in the context of the local church. As always, subscribe, like, rate, and share our podcast. For show notes or to ask Keith a question, email podcast at nrpastors.com. If you would like more information, you can check out our website, find us on Facebook, or follow us on Instagram at nrpastors. See you next week.